Welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. We hope here to equip, empower, and inspire a global community of creatives through rich, Christ-focused conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Hello and welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. Today in the shop, or room, we have with us Aaron Marantet and I was going to say Sammy Taylor. Ha! <laughs> That's can. funny. That's funny. But, and <laughs> Sammy. Yes. Soon to be Taylor. That's, yes. That's hilarious. That was in my brain. And today we're talking about prophetic art. Hmm. Aaron, take it away. I mean, I'm very distracted with the way you said prophetic art. <laughs> with a nice space in between. <laughs> but... <laughs> My head's in the right space for the conversation, obviously. Of course. And you're even doing art on your iPad, because well, that's uh, kind of normal life for you, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess to preface this, uh, so I'm the art director at Soma, for those of you who do not know. And for me, uh, I started doing, like, creating, perf- uh, what we're terming as prophetic art, um, at, like, actually probably back in college. When I and I went to a Christian college where I was required to go to um, worship worship services and stuff like that. And when I was there, at some point, I was like, I feel like I could be doing something else. And I started, so I started bringing like charcoal because mm. I was an, also an art student and started drawing during those times. And half the time I was drawing audience members. Half the time I was drawing things that <laughs> um, were like inspired by the worship itself. And then sometimes it was like, I have no idea what I'm drawing, but this is this, this thing that I'm supposed to be drawing cool um so in a way that um that's kind of like a bit of the history and start how i unintentionally started training myself up for this um and to and then a couple years back good couple a good couple years back now um i just kind of started doing it during our jesus time at Mm. soma um particularly during the like 15 or so minutes of worship that we have Mm. and sometimes if i had a, a a drawing that I was working on in the middle of it. Sometimes I try and just continue it through the whole session. Sometimes I just leave it as is um, after worship was done. Um, sometimes, sometimes I felt like it was directly related. Other times, like like it was before, like with my college stuff, it was like, I don't know what I'm drawing, but this seems right hmm. to be working on. So that's a little bit of the history for me. And I guess I should have prefaced it all with saying, when we say the term prophetic art, we're not talking about art that predicts the future Mm. it can predict the future um but the word um, prophetic and like prophecy specifically in the bible is more about speaking the truth of god Mm -hmm. than about speaking the future i remember some people Mm -hmm. saying kind of bringing down a heavily kind of picture or image Mm -hmm. to our world here and it could be all over the place so which is neat in many ways, um, it just seems like sort of a, an extension or a different flavor of prayer because mm-hmm. you're in communion with God, like trying to listen and sort of respond or at least contemplate. <clears throat> but um, I, because I know a while back we had another um, artist, couple artists working at Soma who also mm. were into the prophetic art and i remember at the christian game developers conference 
Um, I think that's where they had kind of touched base with somebody who'd been doing this for a congregation for a few years and we're kind of getting pointers on like how to sort of set your heart in that space Mm. and um, just kind of be receptive to doing things and that you're not forcing anything and then kind of sitting with God to find interpretations on that after the fact and, you know, being open to like, oh, this doesn't actually mean anything versus this does mean something or maybe this piece of art was just more of a, um, uh, something for your heart to work through. Like it was healing for you versus like Mm. an actual word, um, that sort of thing. Yeah. A lot of that reminds me of my time at YWAM. Um, there's several different, uh, art groups on campus um and one of them was the school of illustration um but he the one of the teachers there uh, did a lot of work kind of explaining basically what you just said um how art is can be a form of normal worship it could be form of communication could be full prophetic where you're listening and actually bringing something out um that's specific for somebody there or the group or just something that's fun that the Holy Spirit's kind of giving at that moment. So all those areas was always interesting. And then they would do that with like full like paintings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes they would even invite people on stage during the during the Thursday night gatherings, which is kind of our church service, worship service. And they'd have somebody on stage like painting out of big old paintings. So cool to see some of that. And some of the images that came out there were so gorgeous. Um, so beautiful what was done literally in the moment. It was kind of a... I always thought of it as like improv painting, mm-hmm. working with God in the moment. It's pretty fun. Improv painting. I mm-hmm. like it. I really like that. Because <laughs> it, it, it's something where it's like, uh, I think my favorite pieces come out of the ones that I don't have a clear picture of what I'm doing, mm. uh, except for I should use this color or this particular shape or line are this really, these are the starting points. And then as I'm developing working it through this this piece is like oh okay so now i put something i feel like there should be something right here like a little line or something i think some of my favorite pieces have come out of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um and some of them have some very distinct like oh now that i've seen the finished product i can see where this was going for the whole time and what god is intending to come out of it other times just like this is just a nice (laughs) a really nice piece that i worked with god on Mm -hmm. I think it's especially fluid with digital art um, because you can like keep going until you hear, you know, some, something say stop. And so like, (laughs) and if you go a step too far, it's really easy to undo that step. Totally. Um, Cause normally I'm like a real sucker for loving the, the tactileness of, of traditional art, but there is something just really fluid for the, the being able to go this color. No. Okay. What about this color? It's like, I'm going to add this line. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a step too far. Okay. I'll undo it. Like, yes. you know, that sort of thing. It's really, really neat. Very helpful. For some reason that, that sparked um, one of the thoughts recently I've been wanting to get back into digital art and the kind of tablet type drawing is hard for me. I still haven't gotten that down. It might be the pen I'm using mm-hmm. either way. Um, but I just opened up VR recently and oh. was playing around with uh, art in three dimensional space oh is that fun because it's such a different layer because mm-hmm. yeah. it's not a single flat you're now you can do flat painting in 3d space or you can do three-dimensional painting 
into okay, these spaces. I want you to just show up it's to our fun. Jesus time in a yes. VR headset. Um, totally. And you can share screen with that bad boy. Oh, snap. That's why I was like, oh, you can do that on the same thing with your iPad. You can do that, share the screen as your draw. But imagine the the VR inspired prophetic art That'd that's sharing cool. on screen as you guys are talking, worshiping, praying. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just fun. Man, oh. do we have a place for our audience to like share art with us? Because like, if Ooh. they want to, I would love to just see if anybody goes out after this and does their own sort of like mm-hmm. art with God. Um, because in terms of like things we've talked about on the show before, like I think it falls squarely into that uh, sphere of celebration. Mm-hmm. Like it's yes. just kind of doing stuff with God for the sake of being with God without an agenda, mm-hmm. and like. There's something so pure about that, and like I think we have another episode planned where we're going to talk about this, that a lot of times our relationship with God can just kind of turn into, like, what do you want from me? What do I want from you? Mm-hmm. And never just, like, sitting in each other's presence and, like, collaborating, which is, um, you know, one of the special things about art and that sphere of celebration. Wow, that was very well said. And I was like, hmm, I have nothing to follow up with that. <laughs> the, <laughs> just like, thanks. Just sorry to drop that bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be sorry. That's a Here's great a bomb bit of drop. revelation for you. Boop. <laughs> God's been speaking to me lately a little bit. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> and contemplating. Okay, so that, that leads to the main thing I've been thinking about at the very beginning that I didn't come back to until now. When you're creating prophetic art, how do you listen to the Lord? How's that process for you? Either of you. Okay, so you both are looking at me right now, um, so I guess I'll go ahead. But um, for me, I like to set up a space um, where I can best, like, kind of let myself um, go. We've, I believe we've talked about um, how you spend time with God and, like, what do you, speaks to you best. Mm. Some people, that's nature. Some people, um, like me, that's worship. Mm. Um, worship is one of my top pieces where I feel most connected with God, mm. um, which then also makes sense if... If creating art is a form of worship, to be more experienced, be closer with him, makes sense that also then ties in mm-hmm. for me. So I tend to start with setting setting the tone of I kind of, I might, may or may not isolate myself, but I make sure I'm listening to music at the same time. Sometimes it has words, sometimes it's just more contemplative stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I'll sit for maybe a minute or so because I've gotten into the habit of how to exit in or enter in to this, this mindset of where I'm listening um, before I feel a, I guess, a touch of inspiration. Mm. And some, uh, and so, and from there, I will just like, okay, and that, again, the touch of inspiration can be anything from a, here's a full composition that I know I'm making right now. How do I make that mm. um, from start to finish? Or a, let's do a line here and see where this goes kind of thing. And I really just... I would like to say that most of it is experimenting and trusting that what I'm hearing of like this color set or this color palette is what God's giving me right now to work mm. with this, um, this thing that I'm experimenting with, with in terms of like, how do these things work together? Like a bunch of circles all together. Mm. That's like, I don't know what this will turn into. If it will turn into anything actually like tangible or like, um, or else stay on the abstract side. Uh, but that is something that I, I really, for me, it's a lot of experimentation. Hmm. Um, but also trusting that I'm listening and hearing. Um, and I say listening and hearing. Um, I have never felt that I feel like I hear like words from God very, mm-hmm. very strongly. That's something that has never been a, that's something that I'm, 
working towards personally mm. my own journey with him. So a lot of the hearing, and I say that with quotations around the word hearing, is about feeling. What do Same. I sense? Mm-hmm. What do I sense from God? Um, what do I think this is? Or what do I think? And I'm trusting that my relationship with him is strong enough that I am sensing correctly. I'm discerning correctly mm. um, in terms of what direction I want to take a perfect a prophetic piece. And sometimes I will work, uh, I'll be in the middle of a piece, maybe 15. And since right now, my time on these pieces max out at an hour. Mm. So I'll be maybe 15 minutes and a quarter of the way through. And I realize, realize it's like, this is going nowhere. This is me, <laughs> not him. Mm-hmm. And I'll drop the piece right there mm-hmm. and pause it, open up a new blank canvas and start fresh. Or take that same piece and like hide the whole thing. Cause like, maybe it's like a, I don't know what to do with this piece now. I'm just, I need mm-hmm. to pause it. Maybe come back to it later. Um, but like, I, I just shouldn't stop. I shouldn't continue this. So I'll pause, hide all those layers because I'm working digitally. So I can do that mm-hmm. and then start fresh on a new layer that way. If I want it to be in the, within the same piece. Mm-hmm. I think some of the pieces that I feel like are, um, ties into some of my favorite pieces are actually the ones that I come back to months later mm. where it's like, I have them all in the same folder mm-hmm. on my iPad um, as projects like there before I export them as, as pictures for pe- other people to be able to view. Um, and mm. when I do that, sometimes I'll see an older one and be like, I should be on that today. Mm-hmm. Mm. So like when the ones I was looking at earlier, um, I have an earlier version of it. It's of a wineskin having water come out kind of mm-hmm. it was very much a, uh, i remember a, that one yeah very much an image of the of when at some point we were talking about just it was a very direct image of god of god turning the wine to water mm. or water to wine kind of thing. like or no not that sorry direct image of god gives us gives us new life and a new wine skin and mm-hmm. talking about how mm. um that's our body mm. and so that's what that imagery was supposed to be it was directly related to and i remember looking at it like a couple months later it's like this could be better. This could, mm. and this could be, there's something else that needs to be done here. Mm. Um, so to come back to it, spending an extra 20, 30 minutes, I think on it, just mm. to f- get to a point where it's like, this is actually its finish point. Nice. Mm. So now I have two versions of the same image, which is rather fun. One where there's water coming out of the wine skin, one where there's water coming out that turns into wine. Nice. nice. Um, and then on the artistic side for me, I feel a little bit better about the positioning, the canvas, the stuff like that, like mm-hmm. how it's framed, um, color choices, stuff like that. But it also has a bit more of a transforma- um, transformation piece to it too now cool. that I didn't have before. Just hearing you say that um, brings to mind, like there's the other thing that I think we can get caught up in is that prophetic art isn't solely God working through you. Mm-hmm. And it's not solely you working without God. Like it really is a tandem project. Mm-hmm. So like, it's okay for you to do like the composition and be like, this is what I want from the piece because that's, you know, something that God will want too. Like, what do you want from this? This is what I'm guiding you towards. Like it's not all him or all you It the, the, the beauty is supposed to be in the collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, don't let yourself get fall into the, the trap of like, Oh, I made some of these decisions. Therefore it's not from him. Cause like, <laughs> that's not true. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking to that, like I, I know we touched on this earlier, but the idea that some of this art that is made during this time, uh, this time, uh, 
isn't for anyone else except me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of it, like I have not put online for like the rest of my coworkers, my the people that we talk that you guys have heard on the show. Some of them have never have seen none of my like not some of the art that it's like they will never see this because this piece isn't for anyone else. It's for me and God. Just mm-hmm. it's just the conversation for the two of us. I had one piece where I was. In, I want to. I wouldn't say it's a darker space. Space. I'm free. I feel better about talking about it now, which is why I'm okay with sharing this. Okay. Um, mm. But uh, I did not draw a pretty piece. It was hurtful. It was. It shows. It shows pain. Mm. Um, because that's kind of where I was at. But it's kind of like when someone goes out and yells at God when they're in the middle of the forest. Right. Because that's what was going on for me. It's like <laughs> I was in my middle of the forest moment where like I need to like just mm. vent. I need to. And it, and that was something that was, in that time it's like this is this is between me and him and mm. catharsis it, it was yeah. cathartic mm. but also like this is a, it, it's like he's also still speaking to me cool. um, through that that piece and I'm a very visual person so this so really for me this this is how I I do a lot of my conversations with God is mm. well not all, all of them but like. I think I'm, I'm slowly working past working only through art because mm-hmm. at some point in my life, I think I only worked through art right. and I only let myself really uh, work through art and me, both music and, um, and visuals. Mm. But, and I'm working on other ways to make sure I'm like a well-rounded communication individual <laughs> with God. Yeah. Uh, but that's one one that's like, it was one of the things where I was like, sometimes uh, and I was thinking, Sammy, you, you mentioned that, uh, prophetic art isn't always just God speaking through you. Mm. And that means that it doesn't have to be, it can be him speaking to you, to just you. Mm. Um, I have had a piece where it's like, I did this piece and was like, and pretty soon afterwards I was like, I am, this isn't for me. This is actually for those two over there and mm. only them and no one else. Cool. Um, they, and so I, sh- I shared it with them. About a year later, they asked, like, well, wait, by the way, where was your, what was the thought process behind this piece? I was like, uh, I don't know how to answer that. Mm. Um, I think we missed that. I, I'm... Pause. <laughs> this is just at the end. Just It's in the description. Just tell them to send something to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... I have to only show it to Sammy. Did you get it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, something to that. And we're back. Uh, and, and so then there's actually some pieces where I've had art that I've created where I didn't know what it was about at all. Mm. And then I shared it, say, with Chris, who's been on the show before, um, with Neil, with, I think uh, Sammy's seen some of the stuff where it's like, it's like, I feel like this is something that's a company decision to make. Mm. And then from there, we like, we might put it up in a public space um, or use it in other ways, but it's like, no, this is for this. Like, there's basically, essentially what I'm saying is that there's different levels of privacy right. mm-hmm. within the prophetic art and who's the art and who the art ultimately is intended for. Mm. Yeah, I was just thinking through, like, there's, like, whatever, tears, whatever. It's, like, obviously for yourself and just personal between you and God. And then there's the individual, so somebody else, mm-hmm. maybe even a couple of people. Then there's corporate, like the whole group that you're with. And there's more public, which is like for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Those different different ways of sharing the image and listening to the Lord and what he wants for that image. 
And also don't be discouraged, like, if you think that it's something that's, like, you see the finished project, you're like, this isn't anything, like, this was just me doodling. Mm. Like, sometimes that's not exactly true, because I did that, and I was just showing Aaron, like, yeah, this is what I did, and and Aaron's like, oh, I think that's James, and we're having a daughter, by the way, so I think that's going to be our daughter. <laughs> that was two years um, ago. <laughs> that was yeah. great. Um, so. so it very much was apropos to the person you were sharing it with, even you're like, I don't know what this is. This looks like meh. You're like, oh, that's this. Yeah, what? so it's like, you know, don't don't be discouraged. Mm, yeah. uh, just keep giving it a go, and if you do give it a go, again, we'd love to see it. We'd love to see you share with us. If, of course, it's something for sharing. If it's, you know, private, like she said, keep mm-hmm. it private. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do you. And, um, but yeah, hopefully we've, we've... It's been a loosey-goosey kind of coverage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> loosey-goosey I, is one of my favorite terms to use when it's like, I don't know where our structure was, but it's it was there. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully this has given you kind of a, a, a loose insight or an introduction to something that you might want to go deeper in. And of course, as always, uh, Hunter will prepare a lovely small group discussion that'll provide some extra Mm. um, uh, references and and, and things like that to go do a deeper dive. Um, And until then, we just hope you have a great week and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Toodles. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us for today's conversation. You can find us online at somasoulworks.org and continue these conversations with our small group curriculum. We hope to see you next time and have a great day.